What's up, hockey and sports fans? You're in the right place. Welcome to the Drop a Puck Podcast. The latest news and information around the NHL with your hosts, Justin Starr and Pedro Rodriguez. Welcome to episode number 36 of the Drop the Puck Podcast. My name is Justin. Alongside me, Pedro. Pedro. Hey, yo. Uh, we had some trades since last week. Breaking. Um, we will get into that. Uh, we also had a little extension. Um, so, let's not waste any time. Let's get into it. Let's drop the puck. All right. Mr. Austin Matthews got paid. That he and did. And paid did he get. Uh, Pedro, you want to break it down for us? Yeah. So, uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs. Resigned Austin Matthews to a five-year deal, and the AAV is eleven point six three four. He is the most paid in, to the Toronto Maple Leafs, behind uh, right in front of John Tavares. Yeah, so uh, great deal for Toronto. I agree. I completely agree. Great deal for Toronto, hands down, and great deal for Austin Matthews if you think about it. Uh, Getting the most of it, um, if he's to sign that eight-year contract extension, uh, you will not see eleven million by his name. Uh, so good for them, good for both. Uh, they got parties. it done. Yeah, definitely. A lot of people were talking about, you know, potentially next summer offer sheeting Austin Matthews. A lot of people were talking about that. That was always, you know, always rumors around. Um, congrats to him. Both sides got it done. He's going to be a Leaf for a while. Um, but I just mentioned offer sheeting. Yes. How about a Mr. Mitch Marner? Uh, what do you think about what do you think about the comments uh, where when that uh, came out about what he said? Which ones? He was pretty much uh, he pretty much said that you know he's not worrying about it right now. Right. But he, I don't know if it was his agent or someone said that you know he feels they feel as if they're low ball, they're low balling Marner and Marner yes. deserves yes that was Austin, his agent oh yeah Austin Matthews yep. money yeah um there are a couple factors here uh Austin Matthews is a premier scorer and he's a center true uh Marner is a winger and true. that right there is probably the biggest difference of him getting Austin Matthews type money. Um, I see Mitch Marner staying with the Leafs, don't get me wrong, mm. but um, it will be either a four-year deal or a six-year deal, in my opinion. Um, okay. Or even lower, a three-year deal, three, four, or a six. Um, Kyle Dubas and the management team do not want to have two of their premier players go to free agency at the same time, so I, I don't, don't see him why don't getting a five-year deal. If, but Mitch Marner, does he deserve Matthews' money? That's that's tough. But like I said, I think I think what separates him and Matthews is Matthews is a center, and he can light the lamp. And I'm not saying Mitch Marner can't. Mitch Marner can put up points. He, you know, he's he's proved it before. He's got 80 plus points in this season. So he's gonna have to take a little bit less than Austin Matthews, and. Um, if that means shorter term, which I can see happening, then by all means. And then when he deserves to be in free agency, he'll get paid. Um, just like Austin Matthews, where he'll be a free agent in 2024 and he'll be 26. That's his prime right there. That's true. So I, I think he'll just take lower term, lower AAV. 
well, higher AAV, really. Um, but it's it's going to be tough. It's tough. Could you imagine, though, having so much cap space tied up in just four players? You yeah, would have it tied up in Savars, Nylander, at least Matthews. Yeah, how do you, you know, I, I, I just... Well, that bars the question. William Nylander, after signing that contract, has not been has not played well. Correct. And uh, if you see that but being I also, a problem... I, I mean, I know he was training elsewhere, but I, I think that has an effect to an extent on why he's not really performing. Oh. It, it, uh, it, it's tough, but still, I, I think you have to take that in... You still have to take that into consideration. Um, and if you trade him, that's... After this season, he's getting paid $10.2 million right now. So take him out this season, it's six point nine million. If you trade him, that's you know you just saved almost seven million dollars. Do I see them trading them? No. No, but, I, uh, I don't. You know, either. Kyle Dubas is he's three out of four. I'll tell you that. Um, he's kept what he said, and he added John Tavares so that eleven million. So adding John Tavares to this team changed the whole perception. Oh yeah. Because uh, eleven million. For the next eight years, was it eight years, eight years, seven years, no, eight, yeah, years. eight, yeah, yeah. eight years, uh, really changed the perception here. And you know, Dubis, the fact that he got William Nylander under seven was great. The fact that he signed Austin Matthews to a five year deal, he got his AAV great. And like you said, you know, now it's now it's time to switch the gears to Mitch Marner, and he doesn't want to talk during the season, don't blame him. And, you know, offseason, you know, we'll see what happens. You know, the draft sure will be interesting, in my opinion. Now, I I know I've, I've gone out and said this multiple times. The NHL is like, you know, a gentleman's league. No one likes to offer sheet. Exactly. Why? Just do it. Some team, I am challenging, some team right now, out there. I don't know who it's going to be. It could hell. It could be the Islanders for all I care. Someone grow a pair, and offer sheet Mitch Marner. I just I want there to be blood. And why wouldn't it be the Islanders? If there's a perfect team to offer sheet Mitch Marner, with the cap space that they have and what what has happened with John Tavares, the perfect revenge tour would be for the Islanders to kick the Maple Leafs out of the playoffs this year and then go and sign Mitch Marner. Call me crazy, but they would be... That's tough. But that would be awesome. Yes. The storyline to that, the build-up to that next game, next year, would be outstanding. It would be awesome, but... Excuse me. I'm a Ranger fan. Like you said, though, it is kind of a gentleman's game. And you see GMs... Hesitate to do that because let's not forget, if a player, if their agent gets an email sent and says from this, for example, if, like you said, if the Islanders <coughs> offer sheeted Mitch Marner, right? Mm-hmm. Just just as, a, just as an example here, not happening. Um, could. Could. Lou Lamorello sends whatever. He's like, I want to offer sheet um, Mitch Marner. You know, you can't forget that Mitch Marner has to talk to Lou Lamorello and they have to figure out their contract situation. You know, it's not just he's not going to the Leafs. He's going to the Islanders. So he's pretty much talking behind the Leafs back, wanting to sign a contract with the Islanders. 
you know, obviously have to match, and then they have to give up their their draft picks. Well, yes, the draft picks are one thing, and it's a steep price. There's a you know a lot of draft picks that go into it, depending on how much money they sign him to. Right. But it wouldn't be talking behind their back if at the end of the season, you know, if it was the end of the well, season, and you're a restricted free agent. Your agent's you allowed have those rights. Yeah, you're allowed to talk to other teams. I agree. You have those rights. And if he thinks that he deserves to get paid, and the Islanders are willing to offer that, why not? I mean, hell, the Rangers almost signed Joe Sackick years ago. We did. To an offer sheet. 97. Yeah. So, I, you know, why, why not? If if this guy thinks he deserves to get paid and he's offered the payment, you know, he's a restricted free agent for a reason. Match it or move on. At least you're, you know, you're getting draft picks for me. At least you're getting some comp- compensation. Yeah, but come on. I mean, it's Mitch Warner for Carnell. I mean, exactly. Kind of that makes it even better. I just don't see any GM doing it. Well, I'm. I challenge- mean, there, there's possibility. I, am, I mean, we saw. I am it. going out and challenging every single GM. We saw it what eight years ago now with Philadelphia and Nashville with with Shea Weber, but I, you know, it, it's it's tough. I I don't I don't see Mitch Marner getting offer sheeted, and I I just feel like him, his agent, and Kyle Dubas and the rest of the Toronto Maple Leaf staff will will figure it out and. His deal will be either three, four, or six years, and it will be probably an AAV of, if they could get him at ten million, Toronto won. Yeah, but you're also they they're going in. They're about if, to go into a year where they're locked even, up. Even at nine point nine, if they could get him less than double digits, Toronto wins that easily. And I Kyle Dubas should win GM of the year if he could get. Uh, Mitch uh, yeah, Warner I'm not gonna nine. I'm not gonna argue that. Uh, but what I was saying was they have to be prepared because no, whichever way they go with this, they're going to lock up almost half their cap into four players. And that's where the... And none of them are defensemen, by the way. No. And that's where you kind of, you look around and you say, all right, do we want to do that? Do we want to put $40 million into, or however much it is, I believe it's about half, right? It's almost 40 If, say, Mitch Marner signs for $10 million or even eleven. Uh, that's almost f- that's forty million in cap, uh, and then you can put the argument saying that how is Toronto going to championship with an okay defense? I mean, yes, you got Morgan Rowley, you got Nikita Zaitsev locked up for the next at least four years. After well, three years after this season with Morgan Rowley expiring in twenty one twenty two. I know, actually didn't that, read this. That's tough. But did I don't know? Did you read Dan Rosen's mailbag about uh, which player will likely receive? It's on the topic on offer sheet. Yeah. Uh, which players will likely receive offer sheets and which teams are looking to offer sheet said player. Uh, obviously, Matthews just signed a five-year contract extension. Uh, Marner could be a subject, along with Braden Point, Patrick Laine, Kyle Connor, Miko Rantanen. And he says he'd look at the Rangers, Blue Jackets, Panthers, Devils, and Kings as teams that could be in the offer sheet market. The Kings and the Rangers could try to do it to speed up their rebuilds. It's a, it's an option. It is, and uh, if I were the Rangers, I would pick Braden Point over Mitch Marner. And then here the compensate here here we go. So uh, if you sign them to an offer sheet, yes. Well, here's the the breakdown. Yes. So uh, four million to six million. That's a first round and third round pick. Six million to eight million is a first round, second round, and third round. Over eight million to ten million is two first round picks, one second round pick, and one third round pick. Well, there you go. So, Anything over 10, 10.148 mil is four first-round picks. 
Well, there you go. So, that, uh, see why it, no one wants an offer sheet now. It, it's a steep price. You can see why no one wants an offer sheet now. You're uh, giving it, up assets. It could cost and, them more than $10 million on the salary cap and potential four, uh, four first-round picks at that price if Toronto doesn't match. That team must be in position of its next, if of its own next four first-round picks in order to sign one such player to an offer sheet. It's a hefty price for uh, to potentially pay for one player. I agree. That's a hefty. That's, it's too that's much. a steep price. But we're the we're the Rangers. The Rangers haven't. Matter. The Rangers. We're, we're not the Rangers we're not of the, the we're early two thousands. We're not. We're not the old Rangers that we just no. never had a first-round pick. And I I don't think, I don't. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't mean to be. I, Marner's a great player. I have no doubts about that. But I'm not giving up four draft, four first round draft picks for Mitch Marner. It's just not happening. Because uh, if the Rangers do tank one year and then they end up getting the first overall pick, that doesn't go to us. That goes to Toronto. So I'm, I'm not. Well, I that would be that. that wouldn't be this year. That would be. No, I'm not saying this year. I'm just saying down the line. Year, you know, yeah. if the Rangers decide to what they call a tank, but they keep getting points on the board. Uh, Last night's game was great. It was a great game. Fantastic. We'll get into game. that. And Mika's a Benajad later, but. Yeah, like you said, I wouldn't give up that much. Um, even Braden Point, I, I mean, Braden Point can make up to eight million next year. Uh, whenever he becomes a an RFA, um, definitely so, not arguing that. At least that much. Um, Move on to the next topic. Trade deadline season's coming around right now in the NBA. To change topics right now. We're getting a bunch of woge bombs right now. The trade deadline for the NBA ends in 15 minutes. Um, the NHL trade deadline is coming up. Uh, we already had some trades. Um, one, a Mr. Brian Boyle. I can now root for him again. Mm-hmm. He was traded uh, from the Devils to the Predators. Uh, Nashville will be receiving a second-round pick in the 2019 draft. I, you know, Great pickup for... Um... I, do, I love Brian Boyle. Yeah, Brian Boyle is such a good dude and such a good locker room presence. Um, any any team that he's ever played for, you ask the fans. The fans absolutely love him. He for turns sure. into an instant fan favorite. Uh, I'm glad that I could finally, you know, proudly cheer him on again. Uh, I'm still sorry about uh, what I said back in the day. Um, sorry to Mr. Brian Boyle. Um, yeah, he you know he's going into his final season of the two year deal, uh, five point one million dollar contract that he signed, and he'll be a unrestricted free agent. Yep. On July first, and there'll be uh, a lot of teams after him. I have no doubts about that. Yeah, he uh, he's actually I think sneakily having the best year in recent memory for him. Yeah. Uh, uh, I could be wrong, but yeah. I also see his minutes diminishing. I don't think he'll be playing the minutes that he was playing with the Devils, but he will also be able to you know be that that presence that uh nashville has been missing speaking of a presence the nashville predators are taking back cody mcleod from the new york rangers for a seventh round pick in the 2020 draft Mm -hmm. thank god somewhere out there pavel bushnevich just smiles for the very first time well i liked mcleod I did Am not I like only McLeod. One? It was good to have an enforcer on the team. Oh, my now, God. Now, who's the fighter? Who's going to be the enforcer? McQuaid, man. Jimmy Vesey. You, you, you see the cojones that Jimmy Vesey has grown over this year? Oh, he I is mean, our new enforcer. Come on. I mean, Jimmy Vesey should be better than a fourth-line guy, in my opinion. That's 
Also true. That's fair enough. But as for Nashville, they just got stronger. Uh, they 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 needed their enforcers on the team, and Cody McLeod will be that guy again. He'll be wearing the familiar number fifty five. What a move in yellow. by uh, by Gorton though. Yeah, I mean he got some. He got picked something up, out of nothing. Picked up McLeod on the waivers two years ago. Sign him back for a one year deal, and now he's a seventh round pick. And back to where it all started. And to the team that exactly. didn't want him. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and well, f- breaking news. Oh. With the uh, with basketball though. Oh, uh, uh, what? <laughs> Feltz went to the Magic. If you're curious, uh, anyone? Markel Feltz. Yeah, I saw that. I didn't want to say anything though. Um, anyway, um, yeah, Cody McLeod is no longer. You know, we won't have those. Oh, Cody McLeod is in the lineup over said young player anymore. So that's a nice little change of events. Um, you know, best of luck uh, to them. You know, I, I I like I like Nashville. I wouldn't mind seeing them. You know, make their mark. Uh, Even though I don't think they will. No, no, I don't think they will either. But you know, apparently uh, Nashville. I forgot who said it, but uh, pretty much said on the basis of Cody McLeod that once they saw that the Rangers claimed him, they were like really upset about it. Uh, Because he's a great locker room presence, and you know, there's more to just being a hockey player. Well, definitely, and I I think that's what they brought in with Boyle as well. But when you look at Cody McLeod's numbers, he uh, not not good. He's not a good hockey player. He's not known as a goal scorer, but you know, what a lot of people don't realize is, I'm not, I'm not going to compare the two, but they had similar roles. I think of Tanner Glass when I think of Cody McLeod. And sometimes you just need that spark for your team. And honestly, I thought McLeod brought that to the Rangers, to, to their lineup sometimes. And when the Rangers were not, you know, when the Rangers put the puck in deep, they would go in soft. And then you put on that fourth line, with whether it was with Hedl, VC, and, and uh, McLeod, or it was Buchnevich on the left, McLeod on the right, and, and Yeves in the middle. Um, you know, McLeod brought that 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 presence, and he he made the team play harder, in my opinion. And the same thing could be said when Tanner Glass was a Ranger, and you know there were times where he would be in the lineup and and bring a spark to the team. So I expect McLeod to do the same thing in Nashville again, and and Boyle the same thing. But I I you know I expect big things from especially from Brian Boyle, who worth a second round pick. That's pretty. That's that's that's, that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, upping his trade value definitely. No doubt about Excuse that. me. Um, we had another trade. Uh, we are able to root for another former Ranger. Uh, Mr. Derek Broussard got traded again. Uh, Derek got traded to the Panthers along with Riley Sheehan for uh, and a second-round pick and a fourth-round pick in the 2019 draft for forwards Nick Budstad and Jared McCann. I, uh, I read an article today on uh, and? the Gazette, and Broussard came out about how he actually felt in Pittsburgh. Oh, boy. Yeah. and Not, uh, not good? He said he was fine. Uh, he just he just knew it was time to move on. Uh, he didn't he didn't feel right in Pittsburgh. Um, he to me when I read it, it felt like he just felt less used. He obviously didn't have a lot of time on ice. Uh, you know, especially playing behind Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin. Mm-hmm. Uh, Broussard doesn't see himself as a third line player. And he was in Ottawa and, and back in New York. He was used to playing what eighteen to twenty minutes a game. He was expected to be that guy in the playoffs. He he played hard nosed, 
And we didn't really see that with him in Pittsburgh. And he, he kind of saw that and he kind of felt like he was just diminishing in that lineup. And he, he flat out said he had no problems with Mike Sullivan, the head coach. Uh, he had a sit down with Jimmy Rutherford, their GM of, of the Pittsburgh Penguins. And Pretty much said that, uh, you know, that he just knew it was time to move on. And, you know, he knew that his time in Pittsburgh was coming to an end. And he just didn't feel right in Pittsburgh. And, yeah. So, on to, uh, on to Florida. And Larry Brooks of the New York Post also said that apparently there's trade talk with Florida and Columbus. With Sergei Bobrovsky. Oh, it's send Broussard back. send Broussard back, back to, to Columbus. Columbus. Uh, but that... Seems to have died down a little bit after that came out, I believe, the beginning of this week. So I good for Derek Broussard to get a fresh start in a new place um, in Florida. I remember reading in the Gazette uh, on that same article that he was in his um, his hotel room and he wakes up, opens up the blinds, the sun's shining, and he's smiling again. And you, uh, you know it's pretty pretty good that the good change of scenery and he's he's back there and. Well, he, Keith was look, he was looking at some steel mills, and now he's looking at palm trees. There you go. So good for you, Mr. Broussard. Good for you. Um, we had two other minor deals uh, since last week between Ottawa and uh, the Avalanche. Uh, Jean-Christophe Boudin uh, for Max McCormick. And then we also had a deal between the Devils and the Wilds. Uh, the Wilds acquired defenseman Michael Capella. From the Devils in exchange for defenseman Ryan Murphy. Uh, we discussed the Jake Muzzin deal last week, right? Yes, yes. We did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, with that said, I'm looking forward to more trades within the next week. Uh, to update you guys, obviously you guys will probably already know, but just to hear our breakdowns on it, um, let's go on to some rumors, I guess. Yep. What do you What do you got? Because I'm not sure what I really got. Uh, I I saw. This this I saw last night. Um, the Islanders were scouting the Ranger game. Yes, and the Islanders are looking for some scoring. Mister Matt Zuccarello, and they said, you know, Jeff Gordon has already broken the you know that that line by trading Grabner to the Devils. Why not break another line and trade someone to the Islanders. I. That's a burn. Don't know how I feel about That's that. That's a burn. Well, I I really like I I'm I'm finally like every time I see Matt Zuccarello do good, every time I talk to my dad, I'm like he's gone. I'm already trying to move on. I'm already trying to you know depart my my attachment to Matt Zuccarello. To Matt Zuccarello, I'm trying to let that go because I know it's gonna hurt uh, come deadline day. So I'm, I'm already trying to, you know, it's like a breakup that I know is going to happen. So it's like, come on, like, all right, you know, I don't, I don't need you. And I try to tell myself this, but if I had to see him in a New York Islander jersey, uh, that would hurt. That would You give really... me a first-round pick, I'm okay with it. He's not going to get a first-round pick, You though. give me a first-round pick, and I'm okay with it. All right, what about a second and a prospect? How good is this prospect? Give me Oliver Wallstrom. You got yourself a deal. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Noah uh, Dobson. Not happening. Not but happening. Give me uh, that. Would you take Josh Hosang? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah? Yes, I would. Hosang in a second for Zook? Done deal for me. Done deal for me. I'm sorry. Josh Hosang needs a change of scenery. It's not working out there in Brooklyn. 
And I think a new change of scenery for him and the prospect that they wanted him to be, I believe he can prosper somewhere else. And you give me a second, Josh Hosang, I'll I'll give you Matt Zuccarello. It would be interesting to see Matt Zuccarello play with Matt Barzell. That would be interesting. In my opinion. Um, Speaking of another Ranger, Kevin Hayes, uh, there has been rumors with the Wild as well. In Minnesota with Miku Koivu going down. Uh, for the remainder of the year. Uh, let's see if the Minnesota Wild decide to be sellers or buyers. And if they'll be buyers, keep an eye on the Wild, excuse me, on the Wild and Kevin Hayes. And uh, Darren Dreger reported, it was either him or Bob McKenzie, I, I apologize if I get this mixed up. Um, if the Rangers get a first rounder for Kevin Hayes, they're happy. They'd be happy. A first round and a prospect, they'd be more than happy. Because... I know we talked about this with another player, and I don't remember who it was. Um, oh, it was Nash. If Nash wanted to resign with the Rangers in the offseason, why can't the Rangers do that with Kevin Hayes? Have him be a rental player somewhere. He comes back in free agency and resigns with the team. It's a possibility. It is. I'm not saying it's not. It is. He could go to a contender, try and win a cup, come back, I, and resign. I also saw a rumor that Mika is not too happy with the talks of trading Zook. I mean, of course not. I mean, that line is that line right now is the it's best line in hockey. Fire. It's the best line in hockey with Zibanejad in the middle with Zuccarello and, and, and Kreider. That, that line's the best line in hockey right now. There's no doubt about it. Hockey's a business. I mean, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You're going to, you're going to, Zuccarello's going to demand more money the way he's playing right now. You can, if a team's willing enough to give a first rounder for Matt Zuccarello, I'm it. taking it. Why, why? I'm sorry, but as a business uh, perspective and saying you're going to rebuild, you're going to do it. And, you know, you're just waiting for it. Uh, as for Mika Zibanejad, obviously those two have been playing extremely well together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's unfortunate, but it's hockey, baby. I mean, what are you going to do? Now, I also saw some Kreider things, but that would apparently take no. a lot. The Rangers are not. That would take a lot of... Uh, Bob McKenzie, I believe, reported on NBCSN that the Rangers are not shopping Carter. They are not? Not shopping Carter. Yeah, that would be... That would I be believe. Unless I read it wrong. I hope not. <coughs> uh, but I don't think the Rangers are shopping Carter. And I think what do you the Rangers think, are looking what do, you, what do you honestly think Mika's worth right now? I'm not even considering no, I'm, I'm, shopping I'm, Mika's advantage. I'm, I'm just asking. What, like, not, what? Even, not even close. What do I think he's worth? Yeah. At least a first and a quality prospect. And I would even think a, a, like a young NHL ready. Possibly. Possibly. Um, I, I feel like he has to prove himself a little bit more if he's a legitimate number one center, in my opinion. God, I mean, I, so I think he is a number one center. I think he's a legitimate number one center. But maybe in the GM's eyes, he's you know having one good year and see how he performs without Zuccarello after the February 25th trade deadline. See if this continues. Now, question is, you trade Zook, who goes on his who's on his wing? Butch, you put Butchnevich <laughs> on that wing, and there are rumors that the Rangers are also shopping Pavel Butchnevich. That would be a mistake as trade bait. I think that would be a mistake. He's coming up as RFA. It's true. So, do you consider it? Nah, I, I. Do you consider sending Zook and Hayes as a package? Depending on what your return Dep- is. Yeah, depending on what the return is. I mean, if you can get enough that makes it worthwhile then yeah if you can get an NHL ready defenseman young first round picks 
top prospects, yeah, you, you consider it. And then there are the Senators, who came out and publicly said they were rebuilding. Finally. But, As uh, if the world didn't know that they were rebuilding? Question is, is uh, are Duchesne and Stone staying? That's 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 the question here, and I think that's the trigger waiting to be pulled in order to get this trade deadline started to Is see if stunning. they are staying or leaving, and they just keep on holding on. I think another team that would be good for them, the Islanders should be in on both of them, Stone and Duchesne. I can see the Islanders going after. Yeah, I can see the Islanders going after both. Um, I I feel like. Shane would be an interesting one. Right. Shane would be interesting on that team. Uh, it's it's just gonna be interesting uh, to see what goes on in Ottawa uh, with the team. I believe only has forty three points. Too bad their draft pick is going to uh, Colorado. Colorado, unless Colorado, by miracle, decides to give that up. Matt, Matthew Shane is the uh, gift that keeps on giving. That's for sure. Yeah, no doubt about that. Um, but it's it's definitely interesting, interesting indeed. And I haven't heard anything about the bread man in Columbus. I well, I know he got hurt, but I don't, he's back, right? He's back. Yeah, he's not. He's fine. Um, that'll be interesting as well. Miku Koivu got hurt. Yep. He's done for the year, which is why I see Kevin Hayes being an option for, for Minnesota. Minnesota. Uh, especially if but what, what they're would they give up? Hunt. They're not going to give up. I, I, like I, don't, I haven't really paid enough, enough attention to Minnesota's mm-hmm. prospects to where I could be like, all right, I want this guy. Mm-hmm. I, I, if they have good prospects, you know, in my head they're going somewhere. Uh, Hayes and Zook are going somewhere no matter what. So just bring back the best package. That's all I can ask. I don't know if we really got the best package in the JT Miller Ryan no. McDonough deals. Of Just, course we did. Uh, Howden, yes, Howden's young. He's already on the team. Uh, what's his name? Libor Hijack. He's you know we Still we did, we, dis- we discussed him last week. So early, and then if the if Tampa decides to step <coughs> up their game in the playoffs and win the Stanley Cup, we get a we'll first we'll round pick. We'll get the last. We'll get the last pick in the first round. Correct. So you could use that te- as so trade bait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And te- trade technically, bait. it's you know the first pick in the second round. That's yeah. how I like to see it. There you go. Um, um, I was gonna say something. Go for no, it. I don't remember. Um, we're talking about Minnesota, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, I could see Eric Stahl on the move, who's not having a great year. Charlie Coyle, I believe, could be on the move. Here's the question: So Minnesota is currently in a wild card position. They're in the first wild card spot in the West now. Why, Go ahead. Why move Eric Stahl? Why move Charlie Coyle? It, it, you, well, I would, I would you're see. You're not going to sell off. No, 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 no. I would see what goes on between now and February 25th. If you see that your team is starting to lose games after losing Miku Koivu, then I would look to trading, and they're sellers. They're not buyers. They'll be sellers. If but, then why, but then you're not, you're not going for Kevin Hayes. That would be a buyer. Could be. You, know you, could, also, you could also buy and sell. If 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 Hayes promises you an extension, well, yeah, you're not trading for you know. no. If you're not guaranteed an extension, then no. But with the loss of Miku Koivu, I think it's between now and February 25th, the Minnesota Wild have to see how they play, and obviously if they're still in the playoff, on do it. Now I have a question. Okay, I'm all ears. Going back to the Rangers here. Okay, you are seven points out of a playoff spot. Yep. 
think we're pretty much in the same position we were in last year. Do you not keep Kevin Hayes? You, you no, trade they're, him they're anyway? sellers. They're they're gonna be sellers. They're not buying. I mean, if they, I said, if what if they, you if come they, from? If they what if get, you get to February twenty fifth and you're three points out of a playoff spot? They're not going for it. They're gonna sell him unless they have a deal. They're not letting him go. Even if you're three points out of a playoff spot, you're still gonna you're still Sign gonna him let to him a go. Deal. Sign him to a deal. Sign him to a contract extension. Then he can stay. If not, he's gone. It's just how it is. They're not gonna. You know, you're it, a game over five hundred. Yeah. Okay. They, okay. Yeah. They're they're you know. You the, beat Carolina tomorrow. Okay. Uh-huh. You're two points behind Carolina. Mm-hmm. That makes you five points behind Columbus uh-huh. for the Lex Wild Card spot. Correct. I mean, you know, if they, Columbus they, starts they, falling they, off they the said, wagon, they said they're in a rebuild. What do you think they're going to go out and get Panarin at no, the deadline no, no, and not and no, not no. sell? I think the Rangers are going to wait for the offseason for Panarin. I, I I think that. I think I don't think the Rangers are. We're the Rangers of old and giving be, everyone away. We're not be buyers, no, I'm not saying you're buyers, but if you could get to the if you so could get to a playoff keep, spot, does that mean you keep Zuccarello? No, I would trade Zuccarello. But I would. So keep you're gonna Hayes. get wor- you're you're gonna get worse regardless. I mean, I would trade. Hayes is Hayes is what twenty five. Something like Zuccarello's thirty one. Yeah, no, but you'll get the most out of Kevin Hayes for a couple more years if you sign him to a five year deal. That's the thing. You have to sign him to that deal. Sign him to a five-year deal, maybe worth seven and a half. Mika's a better Jad, but that's before the Rangers found out how good he was. Well, that's true. But uh, you know, it's it's tough. There's there's two options but, right now for the Rangers and Kevin Hayes: either make a deal before the deadline, or Kevin. Unfortunately, your bags are being packed and you're getting traded. But like I said, between now and February twenty-fifth. Okay. I mean, if a deal has to come down at the eleventh hour on February twenty fifth, why why not just do it? It happened last year. If if you well, have no, a deal, no, if yeah. you have a deal on the table, keep it on the table. But if you see where the team is trending, get rid of that deal and re-sign the guy, and keep and push for that playoff spot. I know we're trying to rebuild and tank for Hughes. That ain't happening. We're not getting Jack Hughes. Sorry, it's not happening. No, I I agree with that. But what I'm saying is yes, if. All I'm saying is that if there's no deal in place with Kevin Hayes on an extension, mm-hmm. he has to be traded by the 25th. Or on the 25th, should I say. He cannot be on this team after the trade deadline if he is not at an extension or close to an extension. Even if the team is two to three points out no. of the playoff spot? No. Nope. So you're going to get rid of your number two center? You're two that's, points that's, out. That's what this is all about. I'm just saying, hypothetically, you're two points out. Yes, I'm moving. Unless me and his agent are saying, all right, we are this close to a deal. Keep him, and we'll keep working at it, and we'll get this done before July 1st. Sure, but if you go and pull a John Tavares on me, my fan base is going to be pissed at me, and my fan base is going to be pissed at you. So it's either let's hash out a deal, get this extension going, or I'm going to take the best deal that that's available for you. So I, I I don't Ballot. see I don't see Hayes being traded until the deadline. He will not. Oh, he, I will, agree. He, will be, I, he will be a Ranger up until February twenty fifth. Yeah, I agree. Yes, I yes I agree with that. Which is why I said between now and the twenty fifth, if you see what happens, um, I don't think there's dialogue between the Rangers and their and his agent. I don't believe unless there are minor talks, but that's it. Um, Kevin Hayes is on the record saying he wants to stay with the Rangers. He wants to be a Ranger. He doesn't want to go anywhere. So I didn't tell your agent. To but f- the fact of the matter is. 
fact of the matter is, I mean, it's just, you know, like, like you said, it's a business, and, you know, we'll see what happens, but... Tell your agent to uh, press speed dial in. Let's get this thing going. Because I would... Uh, don't get me wrong. I would love... I don't think it's I Kevin would, Hayes. I, I would love Kevin Hayes to stay a Ranger. I don't think it's Kevin Hayes. I think it's the Rangers. I think the Rangers just want to see what goes on between now and the 25th. Yeah, so that's fine. But also, you should be talking some sort of contract extension, just in case. Agreed. And I think they are, but they're minimal. I, I think the Rangers... I think the Rangers are leaning towards more of selling them. I, I would love... It. I would love Kevin Hayes to be a Ranger. But at the end of the day... I'm expecting the opposite. That that's just that's the way I see this planning. Uh, so Zook Zook is a hundred percent. Oh, I think he's gone. Yes, Zook's a hundred percent gone. Yes, and I think Hayes is the one that you put you Hayes know, what could... seventy thirty, more like eighty twenty. Eighty twenty. Yeah, and that twenty is the only reason that twenty percent is there is if he signs an extension. But right now there has been zero talks of it, so. It's that that price is heavily going towards a trade, and that's just how it's working out. You know, who knows? It's we still have what two about two weeks, two, two weeks from Monday. Yeah, two weeks from Monday. So they're, they're, hey, there's still there's still time to start talking, but as of now, they are definitely taking calls on Kevin Hayes, and they are weighing out their options for a trade. Yeah. All right. I mean. In my opinion, I've I've said it multiple times, and I've tweeted it. Resign the man. No, I, I think agree. The I, should, I, I think the Rangers agree. should keep him. I think they should keep him. I too. think the Rangers should keep him for at least another five. In I, my I, opinion, you have Mika at one, Hayes at two. You bring in hypothetically, you bring in Panarin to play with Mika's advantage. Ad Kreider on your left, really? Yeah, that's no, a top I, line yeah. right there. You got Mika who can who's put up twenty two goals already halfway through the year. I, I you have Kreider, who's leading the team with goals at 24, 23-24. I, dude, I, I completely agree with you, but if there's no, like I just said, if there's no extension on the 25th, he's being traded. Yep. All right. I, I I agree. If they don't and they keep him and somehow he walks away, that's going to be one of the Rangers' biggest mistakes during this rebuild. Actually, it'll, it will be the biggest mistake during their rebuild. If Kevin Hayes ends up walking for nothing, yep, that'll be one of the, that'll be the biggest mistake of this Rangers rebuild. Now, if you were to pick one team Sukrell to go to, where would he go? West, send him west so I don't have to watch him. Do you think the Do you think that's a Rangers game plan? Is to send him west? Wherever the best offer is, hell, it could be with the with the damn Islanders for all I know. I think the Rangers are looking for a second and a prospect for Zook. So they're looking for Grabner Price. Yes, and I think Hayes is more of a Nasher price. Which I, I, I would be fine with both. Yeah, I'd be fine with that, that return for both. But don't send one to the Devils. That's all I ask. <laughs> and just just send him west. That's, that's all I ask. Send him west so I can reform. Watch out for Hayes in Boston. That would annoy me a little bit. Hometown guy. Yeah, no, he he would enjoy it, and I think Boston would obviously eat that up because he's you know a Boston guy. We can trade home guy for home guy. We got Charlie McAvoy. Uh, yeah. yeah, did you see all that crap about yeah. Charlie McAvoy being a Ranger fan last yeah. night? Yeah, that's not happening. They're not going to move McAvoy. I mean, if it'd they be nice. trade hometown guy for hometown guy. We need, be... we need defensemen. They yeah, need a center. It's true. It's perfect. I don't, I don't think perfect deal that they would do that. Um. 
we can go into the do you have any more rumors no i think that's all that needs to be said um but uh let's play let's play a quick game here we'll call this segment who's buying who's selling (laughs) okay okay um i'll look at the bubble teams here okay in the west you we're looking at st louis is a point away Colorado is two points out. Um, Arizona, Edmonton, Chicago, okay, mm-hmm. and Anaheim are all three points out of a playoff spot. I'm going to talk about the Chicago Blackhawks. Which is pretty crazy considering Anaheim is... If the Rangers nice were in the so West, bad. we'd be in the playoff spot. Yeah. Yep. It's crazy. To think to think how the, the powers the, have shifted. shifted. How the West shifted always, to the East now. Yeah, yeah. Pretty interesting stuff. Um, I'm going to talk... I just want to bring up Chicago real quick. Chicago buying or selling? Selling. Selling. Yes. Winners of five straight. Uh, yeah, I'm leaning more towards selling. They're obviously not going to sell Patrick Kane, Jonathan Taze. I, but then I, in my head, I was like, I, th- you, I, believe... I feel like you should always be buying if you have, you know, a core of Taze, Kane, you know, Duncan Keith, et cetera, et cetera. I believe they was, need a goalie. Wasn't Brent Seabrook? That I believe um, the Blackhawks asked for his list of teams, and he said no. Oh, I, I don't. I, didn't I believe hear that. that that was a thing. I did not hear that. Uh, it, they need a goaltender. You said correct. Yeah, oh yeah. They they need a goaltender. Um, maybe they make a deal with Edmonton, and Talbot gets <laughs> sent to Chicago. I could be. Or with the Devils, Keith Kincaid. I no, I think the Devils keep Keith Kincaid. Could be on the move. Be pretty interesting to see. He's an RFA this season. Chicago is a, a tweener for me. I, I'm not too so sure. either or. Yeah, I'm not too All sure. Right. Well, I, I I would lean more towards sell, but I can understand why they would buy with the star power that they have. What about the GMless Edmonton Oilers? <laughs> They're a train wreck. Uh. I mean, they they got to be trying to find someone to play alongside Connor McDavid, but I don't know who. <coughs> uh, I could see them doing a little bit of both as well. I or or you know, do they really think that they have what it takes to you know make that playoff push and make a make a run at it? That's what you have to decipher. You know, it, that's the whole even t- even the whole Talbot thing. You know, do you move Talbot? Do you keep Talbot? It's you know, it's a question that needs to be asked. All right, so I'm going to move to the East. Carolina buying buyers. Uh, you think they're buyers? Yeah. See, this is not easy. It's not easy. I see Carolina more as a young team, so I could actually see them selling in a way. What do you think they do with Furland? Michael Furland. What's his contract like? Yes, he will be an unrestricted free agent next year. I he's at one point seven. Yeah, I, I I could see them moving him. Okay. Yeah. So I could, yeah. 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 But if I mean, is it really selling if you just move one guy? Look at their defense. Hamilton. Justin Falk. 
be a guy on the move. Uh, I, I love Justin Falk. He could be on the move. Only 26. They're all young. They're, yeah. they're young. That's what I'm, I mean, look at a team that needs that needs defense. I think they need You think Toronto's going to go I after mean, another Curtis, guy? Curtis mcelhaney has been playing pretty well for them, but he's 35. Uh, I don't think Mrazek hasn't really surprised, like shocked me or do anything. Do you think Toronto goes after another defenseman? It's going to be a hefty price. I, I mean, they kind of need one, don't they? But what are you going to – I mean, you already gave up a first. What what picks do they have? They have their – Who, Carolina? Have, no, I'm, so, I'm looking at Toronto. Their second, third. They have two fourths this year. They have a fifth and two sevenths. They still have their first for next year. Yeah, if they if they can somehow maneuver a deal to get someone from Carolina over there for defense, they're gonna be, they're they're looking real strong. Yeah, real I think that's, strong. I think that's their weakness right now is defense, in my opinion. Oh yeah, uh, obviously. Um, I I completely agree. You know, good addition with Jake Muzzin, but I they gotta move Ron Hainsey, man. Ron Hainsey does not belong in that defense. <laughs> and then we have the Philadelphia Flyers, Sellers, who have. Won eight straight games. I know. Sellers still. Same points as the Rangers. Sellers. Yeah, I, I think they'll sell. Uh, Simmons' name is priority number one on that sell list. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can see Michael Raffle. He's an unrestricted free agent after this year. I can see him as well. Um, I know you were, you were thinking... You said Shane Gosbeer. Uh, uh, his name was brought up. I think you move him only if you get a nice size package. You know, 20, 25 years old, still has five, uh, well, after this year, four years left at four and a half. Uh, it'd be interesting to see Voracek moved. I think that would be very interesting. Um, Couturier, maybe. Very interesting. Uh, definitely not Nolan Patrick, obviously. Um, but yeah, I think they're sellers. They need a goalie as well. You know, look how many freaking goalies they have on the IR. Brian Elliott's on the IR. Michael Neuvirth's on the IR. They are currently playing Stolzar and Carter Hart. Carter Hart's been playing pretty well, yeah, though. Yeah, he's, he's been, he's been fantastic yeah. for, for the Flyers. I think they've chanted, we finally have a goalie. Really? Yeah. Uh, which was, uh, <laughs> which is actually a good... Funny. It's a little unsettling for Brian Elliott yeah, and Michael Neuvirth. It's, it's a little sad. But, uh... but the truth... And let's move on to our last topic here. Okay. What we got, Pedro? All right. So let's look at playoff pictures thus far. Halfway through the year, you give me a winner of the first round, and we'll go from – we'll just say the first round. Okay. That works. All right. So I'll start off with the cent- – I'll start off – all right, we'll do top to bottom. So we'll go – it will be the Calgary Flames against the Vancouver Canucks. Who do you have? Calgary Flames. How many games? Calgary in Five. Five. Six. 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 Surprise Calgary Flames top the West with 73 points. Mm-hmm. And we have, it will be the Winnipeg Jets and the Minnesota Wild. Who do you got? Winnipeg in five. Winnipeg in five. Yes. Winnipeg is second with 71. And then we'll battle the Central two and three. will be the Nashville Predators and the Dallas Stars. Nashville in six. Nashville in six. Yeah. Okay. And then in the Pacific will be the San Jose Sharks against the Vegas Golden Knights. Um, San Jose 
is San Jose. San Jose in seven. Seven games. Vegas, dude. Vegas is, you know, they they was seven games, even with Carlson Burns in the back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So. All we've... right. What about you? Me? Yeah, we got one. You said Winnipeg versus. Um... It'll be Winnipeg and Minnesota. I okay. got Winnipeg in five. Okay. Calgary um, and Vancouver. I got Calgary in five. Okay. Nashville and Dallas. Nashville in six. And San Jose, Vegas. San Jose in six. All right. So we had the same teams. Uh, All right. So I'll move on the to the East. Yep. All right. <coughs> the 81 points Tampa Bay Lightning against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Who do you got? I'm sorry. Say that one one more time. It is the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Columbus Blue Jackets. Keep in mind, they might not have Bernard. Uh, Tampa Bay Lightning in five. Five games? Yeah. They might not have Bob either. It might not even be the team. I don't even think Columbus is going to be the team in that spot. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hot take. <laughs> All right, go. Hit me. No, it will be. Oh. Maybe, but just, I would love to see I would that. love to see Buffalo, though. Can't just say that. I would love to see Buffalo in the playoffs. The Islanders and the Montreal Canadiens. Who you got? The Islanders with 66 points on top of the Metropolitan Division. I'm going to go Islanders in... No, I... <laughs> Shit. Islanders in six. Islanders are going to win a playoff series again. Games are at the Coliseum or in Brooklyn? They better be at the Coliseum. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. As, as, I, would, I would go to a game. If the Coliseum is not the game, if the, sorry, if the games are at the Coliseum, I would go to a game. Yeah, I probably would, would too. Yeah. I'd wear a suit, but, uh, Try to act no, professional, yeah, I'll be a professional little, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so we'll look at the second. We'll look at the um, Metropolitan matchup, two and three. The Washington Capitals against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Ov against Sid the Kid. Not anymore a kid, but still called Sid the Kid. Who you got? The reigning Stanley Cup champions. Yeah, you know I'm gonna give it to Washington in seven. Seven games. Yeah, I'm gonna go seven games on. Okay, that one. all right. And then we got the battle of the original six teams. Toronto, Toronto and Boston. Five. Toronto and five. Five games? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Even with Brad Marsh and Patrice Bergeron? Yeah, Toronto and five. I think they're determined. They're, 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 you know, they want to make a, a statement. They want to get out of that first round, and they want to move on and try to figure out what's going to go on with you know either Tampa Bay or Tampa Bay. What am I kidding? Tampa Bay. Um, Don't be so sure. Yeah, well... I mean, there are a bunch of failing Rangers on that team that you know haven't been able to get the deal done. So well, Ryan Callahan is now the thirteenth forward. Did you see that? Yes, I did see that. Yeah, I did see that. So, uh, so all right, so right back so at I'm you. Your pick. Um, what do we got? Tampa and Columbus. Yep. I got Tampa in four. I think it'll be a sweep. Sweep. Yes. Um, the Islanders. Do you think Columbus makes that spot, or do you think maybe Buffalo or Carolina? Let's see. Or Buffalo. apparently to you, the Rangers. Listen. Right. <laughs> I'm not giving up because the Rangers don't just the Rangers just don't know how to tank. That's true. Especially when you have Henrik Lundqvist in goal. That's true. They just don't know how to tank, and I'm not counting anybody out from from the Rangers up. Honestly, uh, I, I I who knows? Someone could pull a, a Florida Panthers and go on a late run, and who knows? Maybe they actually, actually could make the playoffs this year. And with Columbus, you know, if they fall off the wagon with losing Panarin, if they do, you never know. 
Um, if I were to pick a team that could upset, you know, move up into that second wild card spot, I'd pick Carolina. Okay. In my opinion. Uh, so sweet for Tampa over the Blue Jackets. Um, I got the Islanders over the Montreal Canadiens in six. Okay. Um, I think the reigning Stanley Cup champions lose uh-huh. in the first round of the playoffs to Pittsburgh. Um, I think. In how many games? Um, I'm gonna go with seven. I'll go. go with seven games. There you go. Uh, but I, I think the Pittsburgh Penguins would like a little bit of revenge after last year's second-round playoff loss to the Washington Capitals. And the battle of the original six teams. It's really hard to bet against Toronto right now. Extremely hard. But I will stick with Toronto. Um, <laughs> I will. I'll, they'll lose in the second round to Tampa, but... We'll keep it with Tampa, uh, excuse me, Toronto in six games. There you go. There you have it. Uh, all right. Uh, we will, you know, that's it for this episode. Uh, if you want, like us, subscribe to us, do all that fun jazz to Please. us. Please. Uh, com at, uh, at drop the puck pod. Uh, don't worry about our personal Twitters tonight. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I'm brain dead. Um, that's it. We will see you guys next week. Until and, then. Oh. And if anyone wants to seriously come on the podcast, reach yeah, out. I reach mean, out. Literally anyone. We uh, don't we don't care. Our boy Jameson's just teasing us now. Why? Still uh, no no invite yet to the to the to the station. Uh, he'll, he'll he'll invite us. He's he's a busy guy. Can't really blame him. Busy guy. Jameson, if you're listening. Busy, busy guy. Great guy, interactive, which is really nice to see. Yes, very nice. Uh, you know. Um and it's it's good. He's a buddy. It's got good to know him. And uh, he's a buddy. Great guy and great listen to him, Kevin Weeks, on the NHL Network. At Kevin Weeks. Time. Yeah, yeah, really. He's got to come on the podcast. Like, how many times have I X already? I've tweeted him how many times, quite, and he has, quite, quite and he likes few. my tweet, yeah, and won't even respond. It's yeah. fine. I understand. Busy guy. Busy guy. I hope he's at the garden tomorrow, so I can uh, heckle talk him. To him. Heckle him a little I'll bit. A little... We should try to get Rick. Rick Carpinello. Should. I'd be. In, yeah, that's a good idea. So he uh, liked your tweet or liked said thank tweet. you. He, said thank he you. appreciated it. Yeah. Nice guy. Anyway, uh, we're getting sidetracked. Um, all right. Until next week. See, See you. Guys. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Drop the Puck Podcast with your hosts, Justin Starr and Pedro Rodriguez. On Facebook and Twitter at Drop the Puck Pod. We'll catch you next time, NHL fans, on the Drop the Puck Podcast.